Clearshore presents Office of Naval Research, ONR, Goes Lean by Steve Blank, October 10th, 2017 at steveblank.com. The Office of Naval Research, ONR, has been one of the largest supporters of innovation in the U.S. Now they are starting to use the lean innovation process to turn ideas into solutions. The result will be defense innovation with speed and urgency. Here's how the Office of Naval Research was started. In World War II, the U.S. set up the Office of Scientific Research and Development, OSRD, to use thousands of civilian scientists in universities to build advanced technology weapons, radar, rockets, sonar, electronic warfare, nuclear weapons. After the war, the U.S. Navy adopted the OSRD model and set up the Office of Naval Research, ONR. Since 1946, ONR has funded basic and applied science, as well as advanced technology development in universities across the U.S. Stanford's first grants for their microwave and electronic lab came from ONR in 1946. Rich Carlin heads up ONR's Sea Warfare and Weapons Development. He's responsible for science and programs for surface ships, submarines, and undersea weapons with an annual budget of over $300 million. Rich realized that while the Department of Defense, DOD, spends a lot of money and has lots of requirements and acquisition processes, they don't work well with a rapid innovation ecosystem. He wanted to build an innovation pipeline that would allow the Navy to create dual-use products, build solutions that could be used for the military but also sold commercially, and attract venture capital investments. Dual-use products reduce the cost for defense adoption and products. Test if the lean innovation process actually accelerates technology adoption and an innovation ecosystem. And use best practices in contracting that accelerate awards and provide flexibility and speed in technology maturation and adoption. Today, ONR has taken the lean innovation process, adapted it for their agency, and is running pilots for defense innovation teams. The lean innovation process is a self-regulating, evidence-based innovation pipeline. It is a process that operates with speed and urgency. Innovators and stakeholders curate and prioritize their own problems, challenges, ideas, and technology. The process recognizes that innovation isn't a single activity an incubator, a class, etc. It is a process from start to deployment. The ONR pipeline has all the steps of the canonical innovation pipeline. 1. Innovation sourcing. A list of problems and challenges, ideas and technologies that might be worth investing in. 2. Problem challenge curation. Innovators get out of their own offices and talk to colleagues and customers with the goal of finding other places in the DoD where a problem or challenge might exist in a slightly different form, identifying related internal projects already in existence, and finding commercially available solutions to problems. They also seek to identify legal issues, security issues, and support issues. This process also helps identify who the customers for possible solutions would be, who the internal stakeholders would be, and even what initial minimum viable products, MVPs, might look like. This phase also includes building initial MVPs. Some ideas drop out when the team recognizes that they may be technically, financially, or legally unfeasible, or 
they may discover that other groups have already built a similar product. 3. Prioritization Once a list of innovation ideas has been refined by curation, it needs to be prioritized using the McKinsey Three Horizons model. Horizon One ideas provide continuous innovation to a company's existing business model and core capabilities. Horizon Two ideas extend a company's existing business model and core capabilities to new customers, markets, or targets. Horizon Three is the creation of new capabilities to take advantage of or respond to disruptive opportunities or disruption. We added a new category, Category Zero, which refers to graveyard ideas that may not be viable or feasible. Once projects have been classified, the team prioritizes them, starting by asking, is this project worth pursuing for another few months full-time? This prioritization is not done by a committee or executives, but by the innovation teams themselves. 4. Solution Exploration and Hypotheses Testing The ideas that pass through the prioritization filter enter an incubation process like Hacking for Defense, or i the system adopted by all U.S. government federal research agencies to turn ideas into products. This six to ten week process delivers evidence for defensible data-based decisions. For each idea, the innovation team fills out a mission model canvas. Everything on that canvas is a hypothesis. This not only includes the obvious, is their solution mission fit, but the other gotchas that innovators always seem to forget. The framework has the team talking not just to potential customers, but also with regulators and people responsible for legal, contracting, policy, and finance support. It also requires that they think through compatibility, scalability, and deployment long before this gets presented to engineering. There is now another major milestone for the team to show compelling evidence that this project deserves to be a new mainstream capability. Alternatively, the team might decide that it should be spun into its own organization or that it should be killed. 5. Incubation Once hypothesis testing is complete, many projects will still need a period of incubation as the teams championing the projects gather additional data about the application, further build the MVP, and get used to working together. Incubation requires dedicated leadership oversight from the Horizon One organization to ensure the fledgling project does not die of malnutrition, a lack of access to resources, or become an orphan with no parent to guide them. To come up with their version of the innovation pipeline, ONR mapped four unique elements. First, ONR is using Hacking for Defense classes to curate problem statements. ONR calls them challenge opportunity statements, to find solution, mission, fit, and commercial success. Second, they're using existing defense funding to prove out these solutions depending on the level of technical maturity. There are three existing sources for funding defense innovation. COTS and GOTS validation, testing whether off-the-shelf products can be used, concept validation and technology advancement, and SBIR-STTR funds. That's over $1 billion a year in the DOD-SBIR program alone. Third, they're going to use Pete Newell's company, BMNT, and other business accelerators to apply Lean Launchpad methodologies to build the business case for resulting prototypes and products and to attract private investments. Fourth, they're going to use grants, 
purchase orders, and other transaction agreements, OTAs, to attract startups and non-traditional defense contractors, speed the award process, and provide startups the ability to pilot their business model and prototype product solution when necessary. BMNT and Hacking for Defense serve as the essential crosslink for tying together the assets already available in DoD to implement the Lean Innovation Process for Defense Innovation. Lessons Learned The Office of Naval Research has been funding innovation in universities for 70-plus years. They are piloting the Lean Innovation Process to move defense innovation forward with speed and urgency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. We would like to hear from you, so please send your thoughts to comments at clearshore.us or visit us at clearshore.us. If you would like this show delivered to you automatically, you can subscribe to the Clearshore Podcasts on iTunes. Wishing you all the best until next time.